Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
I'm a uh, manager at State Farm, so we have a lot of uh, stuff going on right now. So it's just tons of, tons of stuff this summer, super busy. We have interns this summer, so it's super, super busy. My fiance, which is which is another player, just got her cast off. She broke her ankle in the first game. So it's a busy week, but it's a good week. I felt bad. I started the game, and I and I didn't realize. I said I didn't get to sign your cast. I felt bad to take it off, and I never even signed it. Not that it really matters for it, but you know, just the the thought of it. But yeah, um, <laughs> Kayla, Kayla, definitely. I was so looking forward to seeing her play this season, and a little bit of time that we did field, she did amazing. Um, it hurt me to watch you see her hurt, but again, you've always been very passionate about. Anybody that goes down this season, you know, play for them. Anybody that doesn't have the opportunity to do it, you need to bust your butt because, you know, they would gladly take your spot if they could, you know. Right. That's right. So how do you feel about um, how the game went? Um, I think it went really well. I think we made the adjustments that we needed to. Um, we had people in some new positions that, that weren't used to playing those positions, but they adjusted well, especially on the line. And I think overall it went really good. I think our communication a lot better than it's been. I think it's week by week getting better and better. So um, I was really proud of us this game because we executed the plan like we, we talked about. Um, that doesn't happen too often just due to, you know, just natural things that happen. People go down and you have to step in in different places. But um, I think this week everything went to plan, and I think we followed follow along just, just the right way. And as you said, with people stepping in and taking a lead in different positions, you had to step in in a position that you don't normally play. And how did that go? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to play center this week. <laughs> I'm usually a right guard. Or I could, I can play also tackle, which I choose not to, but I can. Um, but our center um, went down with an ankle injury. She sprained her ankle, and I had to step in and learn how to snap the ball, which was quite challenging. It was different. But my mentality this whole week, as long as it gets back there to her, I don't care how it gets there. If it's not high, it's not too low. I don't care if it spirals. I don't care if it wobbles. As long as she gets it so she can throw it, that's what matters to me. So... Um, right. That was very interesting. Um, I'm u- I'm usually used to helping out one side of the line, usually just helping out the right side. So the right tackle um, and the center usually knows everything what was going on. But since we had people in some very different roles this week, felt like I was helping out the whole line know what to do. But so it was a different um, it was a different game for sure mentally. Um, having all that on your shoulders, trying to make sure everyone knows what to do, you have to make sure. It has to be a, a very, um, a very stressful position because, <clears throat> for one, you're focusing on the ball. You're not just initially just engaging. Like the focus to me is crazy. I, I don't know how people play on the line. First of all, my knees are bad, so <laughs> for girls that are bigger than me to be able to handle that, that's in that in itself is amazing. But to have the focus to snap the ball and then, you know, have the balance and handle your blocks. Like you said, um, I think you did an awesome job leading the line. And you're a very respected player. Like you, you talk, you can be aggressive, but every time 
you're always still respectful. It's not about babying people, but the, and they appreciate that because I know the line doesn't give many breaks. You know, yeah, no, you can talk about you know not getting a lot of breaks, but for the line, that that's a that's a huge thing to me. You know, it's one thing being tired, and, and I'm not downing any skill position at all because I could not do that. But pushing a 300 pound body every single time. It's very taxing and very tiring on your body. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, sometimes it feels like you're moving a, a car that's parked in neutral the entire game. But, you know, it's fun. It's what I like to do. I just have the mindset that i got to protect the perp- the people that are next to me and the people that are behind me. So. Right. And like you cool said, um, you know, once, you, once you learn your position and you get used to what it takes, then you, you know what I'm saying, your body gets acclimated to that. You get, like last year, I was in a lot better shape last year. So the running wasn't as big a deal. I really didn't get tired last year. I get tired this year. I mean, playing both sides of the ball is no joke. And then going to special teams. Um, but for you guys, like you said, it's when you get used to it in your body, like you, your your thighs, you got to have some, some leg muscles. You know? When oh, we, yeah, when we, um, awful on your knees. Yeah, when you that's why we were talking about the braces. So yeah. I had a player when I went when I worked at Lincoln, I had a player, uh, Des Hilliard, that was O line at Baylor and I he invited me to the game and I hadn't been to probably had only been to one college football game at that point. And when I saw I noticed every lineman wears knee braces. But you don't see that in women's football. And I think that's something that needs to you know People need to address that. We need to protect ourselves better. There's a reason why that you see all of them. Or if you look at the NFL, you'll see the O-line. It's not a choice. You have to wear them. I think that's something that we kind of yeah. need to look into. And I think as as next year and next seasons come, I think anyone who is going to play on the line needs to purchase one because I can tell you your knee is the first thing to go. If you want, you want a good player that's going to last a long time, because I can tell you now, some games, I don't know how I'm going to make it. My knee's so swollen, but I keep pushing through. Um, take some, some anti-inflammatory and some ibuprofen, and I'm good to go. But that shouldn't be the case. We need we need knee braces in women's football, especially if you if you're in lineman playing either side either side of the ball. Honestly, um, it's you're down on your knees for 100 plus snaps every single game. So. That that can right. be the most tiring thing. And don't think that we don't have uh, knee issues. I mean, I had knee surgery, not not anything like, not because of a torn or anything, just getting it scoped. And my knee stays swollen. I have arthritis in one of them, and it's straight bone on bone. So I, just doing squats and getting in a DB position sometimes is stressful for me. So I, <laughs> I couldn't imagine having to do that all the time. But, and again, yeah. hats off to you guys for, uh, you know, physically fighting through that. It takes a lot. Thanks, dude. So let me, go ahead and, let me go ahead and bring on our other guest, um, get her to tell a little bit about herself and what's going on with her this week, and then we can get some little group chat going on. So our other guest is a rookie. She was, my understanding, and I could be wrong about this, brought in by Bert. Um, I love her personality. Love her personality. When we went to Austin and 
Bird and I, we were just complaining about, man, I don't want to do this drive and then play. My body's going to be locked up. And she was like, I drive. And we're like, I hate going to sleep when someone else is driving. That's so rude. She's like, no, I got it. And and she, she held it down for us. Like, if it wasn't for her, uh, our bodies would have been a little more roughed up. But um, I will let, you, let her tell about herself. Crystal, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Great, great. Can you tell us um, what position do you, what number are you, and what position do you play, and what brought you, a little more specifically, what brought you to playing women's football? Okay, okay. Well, I'm number 36. So, uh, and uh, I've taken on the guard position, the right guard, and uh, defensive end. So, and I touched running back a little bit, fullback. So. But, you know, I'm just working my way in. It looks like it's pretty much going to be the right guard and the defensive end for the most part, which I'm loving. So it's not bad. Um, my week's been pretty good. You know, it's always an interesting day when you're in the courtroom and you're listening to the different huh, so, stories. So, yeah, tell us what you do. What do you do? Yeah, so uh, right now I do security in uh in the Louisville Municipal Court, you know, listening to, to people explain why they – Decided to go 30 miles over the 70 mile an hour speed limit on 35. Different things like that. (laughs) You know, some of them said, you know, it was lunchtime and they wanted wanted to get to that Chick fil A line. They had a special one on or something. I don't know. But, uh. You know, I gave gave up on, on the few times that I've been pulled over. I have not bothered. I've had people say, so did you realize how fast you were going? Like you passed this, that, that. I said, man. I, there, I don't even have an excuse. I was tired. I wasn't paying attention. There's really no excuse. Right. And honestly, I'm not saying that's going to get you off, but they appreciate that. Like, thank you for just being honest. Sometimes that's enough to be like, oh, let me move forward. I, You know, you're good. But I know exactly. you have some creative stuff. Oh, all the time. But my, my favorite part about it is when they're sitting there and they, they give you their story and then and then the prosecutor goes, well, let's look at the tape. And then they're like, <laughs> you know, can I just tell it? <laughs> <laughs> then the, then the whole conversation changes, so it, it gets interesting. But um, that's been my week. Tomorrow is a fun day. We have jury trials, so uh, oh, okay. that should be very interesting. Okay, but. so what? How were you specifically brought to women's football? Okay, so it's funny because we were just talking about this story um, Saturday after the game. What happened, I'm sitting I'm sitting in church on Easter Sunday in the middle of prayer, and um, I forgot to turn the uh, – when my phone gets a message, the flashlight goes off, and I forgot to turn it off, so I'm sitting there, and my phone just begins to flash. And it said, uh, it said that someone had basically slid in my DM on Instagram, and it was um, <laughs> the Dallas Women's Football <laughs> And it happened uh-huh. to be Jamie, and, you know, she was asking me, you know, have I ever thought about it? And the next thing I know, we were having a full conversation. We exchanged numbers, so then we began to text. And um, she was telling me about the upcoming practice on that Tuesday, and I said, well, you know, I have to work. I get off a little late, but, you know, if you're still out there, then I'll stop by. And so um, she was like, yeah, she sent me the information. So me being me, I said, well, you know what? I've never done this before. Let me do some research. So I researched it, and I, you know, I was like, okay, well, it seems interesting. And um, I showed up to you all's practice that Tuesday, and it happened to be the the Tuesday that um that you were handing out uniforms and rings. 
And she's like, yeah. So oh, this kind yeah. Of okay. So I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, that's a little motivating. Oh, he gave out rings at practice? <laughs> right. So, so I said, okay, when is the next practice? And so, um, so I showed up that Thursday, participated in the practice. It felt good. And just been going ever since. So why did I think that, that Bird brought you? Like, you and her just clicked right after that? We did. We just clicked. It was um, it was the practice right before we went to Austin. I think it was when we uh, when the first practice we had on the baseball field, and um, yeah, I had pulled up, I pulled up, and like I'm sitting in the car because I'm like I don't know, you know, I haven't met anyone yet. The only person that I had met at the time was Jamie, and um, so I'm sitting in the car, and she like, and, and Bird walks over to my car, and she's like, well, "Who are you?" And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I tell her who I am, and we just clicked from there. We just started talking, and, it's, you know, that's my family. All of y'all are my family. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Bert is not the type of person that just runs up on anybody and just, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, for her to approach you, she, she sensed something about you. So that's a good thing, of course. Right. right. Um, so, yeah. So how did you feel about um, uh, football compared to other sports that you've played? Like, is it like, oh, it's all about the same? Is it just confusing? Is it more adrenaline? Like, how are you feeling? Um, it's different. It's a lot different for me. I've pretty much played almost any and every sport that you can think of um, up until up until this point. Um Football is it's one of those sports where it's just a lot of terminology that you just basically yeah. have to break down like a science project. And and then once you break it down and figure it out, it's like, oh, well, that's not hard. This is what you need to do. Get in your spot and do it. So, But, um, no, it's, it's very interesting. It's very different. Um. I love it. It's like it's it, every every day is different. Every play is different. Every every practice is different. You know, you always it's always a learning opportunity and everything. It's not it's not like basketball where it's like okay mm-hmm. we're gonna go back and forth up and down this court. You know, it's like okay gotcha. if this person moves this way, then I need to adjust my body to do this. You know, I don't need to just just run beside them and and try and get the ball or you know different things like that. So it's it's very it's very unique. Okay. And, I, and I'm for all of it. All right. I, I don't want to forget you back there on the phone, Amanda. Um, how, how would you uh, grade Crystal on how she's receiving football? Oh, God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I, I would say this is really hard because I don't like grading people. I, would, I always You don't have like to give her like an ABC. Just give her some some constructive criticism some praises. No, no, no. Okay. Constructive so, criticism. Give her some positive, constructive criticisms, and don't tell her, but you really suck at this. Like, let's keep it on the positive note. No, I, I don't think I would ever do that. I never do that. <laughs> um, no, she, like, I told her the other day, she's doing awesome. Like, her being thrown in on the line in the last minute and asking me questions um, before um, every practice or during practice, after practice even. And then asking questions during the game, well, what should she do when she when this happens, or she's getting beat off this side, what should she do? You know, questions like that. Those questions matter. 
and I can tell that every time she asks a question, um, something different changes. So that means she was listening. And she goes 100% all of the time. And if you can deal with me in practice, like uh, when I get slightly angry, like I've kind of like pushed her a couple times, uh, <clears throat> you're great in my mind. Like, so, so, because um, I know I can hit pretty hard sometimes. So I think for her to stick around and take that and take the, take the blows, but, but still also give blows back. Cause she, she, she doesn't think this. I don't know if she thinks it or not, but she does hit pretty hard. So, uh, I think she's really good athlete. And I think it's going to be great. Uh, she just needs to keep going. No. Right. Like this season can't be it. So this right. is like your learning season. And I know like, so I would, for her, I would even just, you know, take all of next season. I mean, take all the, all of the off season. And, and just train and work hard and learn how to do different stances, let your stance right, and get your plays, and then next season come back hard and just kill it. I think you can do that. You're smart yeah, I enough think, to I be a guard. I think a disadvantage for me playing skill, like if, you, if you're a running back, quarterback, anybody that is in the box, it's easier for you to look see some things the line's doing. Someone will say like, hey, what happened there? I'm like, I don't have a clue. Like I look at the box, it snaps and gone. And I can't look over there, so I don't get to see a lot of that until I watch, you know, film. But, you know, just from, like I said, y'all's communication and the vibe that y'all give and get from each other, if somebody's messing up, you guys are quick to teach them and correct them. And like we said, this year we wanted this to be about player development. And y'all are definitely getting some development because um, rookies, this many rookies, it's not normal for this many rookies to play. And I think that's happening for a lot of teams, but I know for us it's it's new to have so many rookies, have so many key yeah. um, responsibilities and own it. You know, people aren't like, but I haven't played. I'm not comfortable. They're like, okay, where do you want me to go? Show me what to do. So I can appreciate that. Yeah, like my rookie season, I didn't play basically at all ever. So I think, I, like I was telling some of the rookies, uh, I actually sent a message out to all the O-line and D-line folks, and I was just telling them how thankful, they, you know, I am for them and, and how thankful and happy they should be because they actually get to, like, play, you know. They're getting to play. They're getting the full experience. It's one thing when you hear it in practice and, you, and you're a practice dummy. That's what, like, t- other teams like to call it, right? You're for a real. practice dummy. But mm-hmm. you're actually I got a lot getting of real experience. <laughs> at practice, my rookie getting, year, a lot of bruises. Yeah, yeah, you're getting like a ton of ex- in-game experience. It's like because you know you you all week you you plan right, you plan all week for a certain defense to, to line up in a certain way or some a certain thing to happen. And say you get into the game, they change it. Well, you've only practiced mm-hmm. one thing. As a rookie, that's confusing because when Very I was a rookie, much. I was so confused. I'm like, well, they're not in this spot. What are you supposed to do? So I think right. they're getting a lot of that situational um, experience, and I think that's very, very valuable. How did Definitely. you feel? You know, you don't have to give specifics about what we talked about, but last night we had a practice session via Zoom where we were talking film, and how did you feel about that? Like, was that something that made it, more clear and you understood it or was it like this is confusing I don't get it because a lot of people don't know how to watch film I've been playing um, for like three years now and I still don't know how to watch film 
What about you, Crystal? Uh, yeah, for me, the the film thing, I I don't get it. Like it's so, yeah. certain things, I'm like, okay, that's what he's talking about, or that's what that's what they mean. But yeah, I yeah, I I'm that person. You have to like put me on the field and say, okay, this is practice. This is what we're doing, and go from there. Right. So I'm I'm still struggling a little bit with the film, but you know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep at it, and maybe it'll start to come to me. But, I think yeah. one of the things that that we really need. Okay, so I was a video coordinator. That's how I first got into football. I was a video coordinator at Lincoln for five and a half years, and then at Roosevelt for two years. And I didn't know football when I was filming. Like, I literally had no clue. I was filming what I thought they needed to see. And when the uh, I went to the DB coach, and I was like, well, Coach Butler, what, you know, what they'd say, oh, that was a little tight or that was too wide or, you know, everybody looked like ants. You need to zoom in a little more because we filmed with two cameras. You got to tighten the wide, which that's something that um, I want to help us change because this year is the first year that we haven't had both. And when you have the tight, you zoom in on the line and you can actually see who's blocking out, who's pulling, and and you can, you know, in huddle, you can actually draw on the play and show either what they should have done or what they did do or look at this gap that's open. I think that would be more helpful for you guys. Um, Cause I know when I first was looking, I was like, I don't know what I'm watching. They said, Oh, just film the line. And then from the running back to the linebackers, I was like, yeah, I don't know what those positions are. <laughs> so it, it, it took a lot for me to learn the game and then be able to. So I think when you start learning how to watch them, I promise you, it's beneficial. One of the other things that I do as a coach, my defensive coordinator draws up all the run plays and I draw all the pass plays. And it makes me watch meticulously over and over and over in slow motion. And I'll start learning tendencies and I'll say, well, this person, uh, you know, tilts their foot this way or they start jogging a little or they'll look this way. When you can start seeing those things, or you see obviously, oh, the line is backing up. That means they're going to do this. They're going to, you know, when they're going to pass or if they're um, coming forward for a run or you understand. Yeah, so (laughs) that's definitely – it's something that the way – I think the way that we did the session, it it was more beneficial for people that understand film already. And we have to Mm -hmm. really, really break it down. Like the time that you guys, those of you that did come over and watch it over here, with me, um, I oh, think we need more sessions like that. We got to find a regular time, and it and it needs to be a little more casual. You know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a coach. It can be players as long as you have like somebody that's a leader in that area that understands it. Like, you don't want me breaking down the line because I'm gonna be like, um, she did a good job blocking, and uh, if she got knocked up, you don't want me doing that. <laughs> I'm learning more <laughs> about how the line works. I, I I've learned when I was a defensive coordinator for our freshman JV team, I understood as far as calling plays and why you call certain blitzes and not because, oh, they're going through the B-gap. You can't send your linebacker through the B-gap. That's why you got to go, you know, 11 versus 33. I started learning those things, and, I'm, and I had a lot of aha moments, and I could see that on film, though. Okay. So let's talk about the game, though. Um what were some some highs and lows that you know specifically about the game? Just, you know, regardless of the score, there's always something that 
you know you can do better on or you're like, oh, I, I, you know, I missed that block or didn't catch that. Amanda, go ahead and tell me what you think about give me some highs and lows of the game for you. Um, I think the highs for me is like, especially in the beginning of the game, I was like super excited um, to play. On, one, because this is a team that uh, that we played the first game when Kayla got hurt, my fiance Kayla got hurt. <laughs> so I was super excited to actually play this game just to uh, <laughs> just take out some frustration that's been like built up. But right, I think I think the highest point for me is. Um, seeing everyone execute what they were supposed to do and, like, me giving everybody, like, high fives and, like, saying, yes, like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, I got ex- I got so excited when, like, I don't, I don't think people understand the the how important it was that we did so well, especially on the line because we changed everyone's position almost, right? Like, everyone's mm-hmm. position was changed or affected in some way or they were learning new things all week. And I think it was good because we actually got to you, you practiced it, you know. Right now, you have to you have to do it. And I and I was so excited that people actually understood what we did and actually implemented it on Saturday. And I think the lowest part was after halftime for me. Um, after halftime, I I need to do better at this. I need I don't like to sit at halftime um, because right. my bones and my body. Like my yeah. my knees are bad, so they get stiff. So those first couple of plays after halftime, I always feel like I'm running in cement, and I just feel like for me to get better, I need to learn how to like keep my body loose all the time or do some other type of warm up to get my body back ready instead of sitting there and just getting cold. So always those first couple of plays after halftime it never fails um, where it is or or who we're playing or anything like that. It's just every time. And one big thing about this game that I was super happy about is I, the game before this, I took a C4, which is an energy drink, which mm-hmm. is a bad idea for me because I don't I don't drink energy drinks ever or pre-workout or anything. So I, was, I know we had a big game. So that's what caused me to, like, overheat and it was just all bad. So I'd have to oh, yeah, the game right. before. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, at halftime the game before, it just didn't it didn't go well. So this this game it was really good. <clears throat> um, I wasn't tired. Just drinking water and Gatorade really helped me out a ton. Yeah, I did that my rookie year, and I was I was really following the lead of what some veterans were doing, and I got to where every game I had either a monster or a Red Bull before the game. And and my stomach is really weird. Not like I'm gonna, you know, have to go to the bathroom or anything like that. But I I don't I have a hard time trying to figure out what I can eat and what settles in my stomach. And a lot of times before games, I know this is not smart, but I might not eat anything all day until like one o'clock because I just my body is just really uneasy. So sports drinks, just like your Gatorade or some what is it? What's the the stuff for the babies? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Pedialyte. There you go. Pedialyte. I almost said Similac. We definitely don't want Similac before games. It's not good. Um, don't have Similac before Those type of things, <laughs> you're kind of getting into your routine. Not a big deal. But, again, you need as much water as possible. 
but I'm I'm not a huge fan of things like Monster and whatnot because one, I know that caffeine gets your heart going, and you know unless you're pretty sound physically, which you know a lot of us are not in the the prime football shape, we are making do with what we can. Um, it's not always the best bet. Um, I, I was big on uh, something with peanut butter, and then we had a, a teammate that was allergic to peanuts, so we were we couldn't have oh, peanut wow. butter sandwiches or peanuts in. We oh, couldn't have wow. peanut butter in the locker room. Like I have students and friends that are like that, where the smell of it gets them off. It well, that didn't sound right. The smell of it <laughs> gives them a reaction, and just almost as bad as them eating it. So, yeah, that kind of mess me up because they'll be like, are you eating chicken nuggets before the game? It's like, that's the only thing that I'm craving right now. I can't figure out something that I can eat. uh, Anyways, on that tantrum, uh, Crystal, (laughs) highs and lows of the game for you, madam. Okay. So first, let me just, let me just shout out Amanda. Okay. Let me explain to you all how she has just been the ultimate sister for me this whole (laughs) entire week. From helping me move, relocate my apartment, wow. and although she probably will never do it again because we had to go to the second floor. But uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about that later. Um, but I would say she she really came through because I was I was a mess. I was a mess. I was in the locker room. I was overthinking. I was like, oh my god, I'm little. These girls are big. Please don't let them truck me when they put me on this line. (laughs) I was like, everything that I could think that would go wrong, that's all I could think about. And she's like, she basically was like, if you don't shut up and get yourself together. So, uh, she. And I'm happy to be girls, too. So I can see that. Yes. So, no, she she is amazing. She is amazing. And, um, I think, I think my highs were, you know, when I got, when, when I first got put in, I went in as a guard, and I was like, oh, my, here we go. This is it. Like, you know, there's no turning back. It's like getting on that roller coaster and uh, not being able to get off. And um, we got on the line, and I'm like, I look, and I'm like, I'm like, Amanda, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, we got her. And I look, and this girl is, like, towering over me, and she's, like, twice my size. So I'm like, okay. And at that moment, you know, when when the play happened, you you never know how strong you are until that's all you have. <laughs> and uh and yeah. you know, we moved and we pushed them back and then I'm just like, Oh, okay, I got this. I can do this <laughs> you know. She didn't truck me. Yeah, and you don't know and, um, you do it. Try. <laughs> right, right. And um, you know, then then I went in on uh on defensive end and I just felt like I was in my zone. I kept getting back there, I got a couple tackles in the back. Uh, I almost had I almost had a sack, but uh, you know I got ate up by the turf. It ate my cleat, and so I tripped up. What? Wait a minute. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Yes, I, I was right there. Like I had her, I had her, and my my cleat went one way and my body went the other. So uh, that that wasn't that wasn't one of the best moments. That that, that sounds like that could be disastrous. I know for. Look, as many injuries right. as we had, we've had 12 season-ending injuries. Like, right. and I'm almost yeah. like, is there a curse right now? Um, right. A lot of them are non-contact injuries. I still can't get over destiny. 
oh, her man. having had yeah. surgery. From, and you you weren't there. Did you hear about how she hurt her? Okay, no, I didn't get to I didn't get to hear that one. No, we all we did was we did the warm up. They said, okay, defensive indie. We go over there. The DBs line up. We're doing backpedal punch drills. So you backpedal. You basically stick your foot back like right angle T drill, uh, T step. Sorry, okay. and then you're running forward. We did like one of those, and she was like, ah, grabbed her ankle, and I'm like, ah, she probably just dug it wrong, and and she was kind of limping, and I'm like, it can't be that bad. And this this girl came in in the boot next time we saw her. I was like, are you serious? And then ended up having surgery. And she's young. I'm like, golly, wow. like that's horrible. <laughs> she never got to see the game. And she, I was looking forward to seeing her too. Like there were so many people I was looking forward to seeing. Like we really had a good pool of talent. If you look at our numbers are low, but it's mm-hmm. because geez, we've had 12 injuries. You know, yeah, there's people that, yeah, this is not for me or I can't afford it or I can't fit it in my work schedule, but the people that wanted to, that some freak accident would happen. That's that's weird. Yeah, wow. She actually just tore her ACL, her MCL, and her PCL. Who? Slim. Um... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know. I'm like, oh my god. Ugh, that, that one. Oh, that hurt. Oh my gosh. And that, that one, she had like a non-contact. So random. No she didn't get hit by just... somebody. She sucked. That was that was just her knee going the wrong way. Yep, her knee just went the wrong way, and she just went down. Man. And you know, we were all excited because one. You know, just when she was standing there when we were practicing kicking field goals, and she just stood there with her hands up. I'm like, can you move to the side? <laughs> like, <laughs> the potential right, is right. so there. It's just like, uh, but, you know, it's like it's a test to, to push us that we fought so hard to keep the team alive that we're going to have to keep fighting. And, you know, as long as we can put 11 on the field, we're going to keep going. Hopefully we won't go down 10. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what the way that went, we we might be able to to hold it down for a little bit with ten. Well, we you know we did. I remember we had ten in the huddle, and we were like, we're 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 missing one. Girl was like, shut up, shut it up, kept going. We we're like, okay, and we went out there, got <laughs> the ball, and went. Right. She knew it, but she was just like, she didn't want to make it obvious to the defense. So it was like, just go, right. we'll get the person in the next play, and then it was fine. So. Right, and you know that that actually happened to us also on deep when we were on defense. I think we had like eight or nine people on the field, and we're like uh, something's missing. And you know, mm-hmm. Austin was like, "Oh, I don't have enough people." And surprisingly, on that play with just our eight people, we stopped them in the backfield. So, <laughs> so it yeah. worked out. Hey, a lot of times, you know, I know I I backpedaled and I broke to go one way, and I tripped myself. And was like, dang, and then somebody made the play. So, you know, even though you have 11 on the field, it doesn't always mean everybody is able at that time. You know, sometimes you fall for the okie doke or you're out of position or you're just not fast enough or whatever. So, yeah, I've got to be ready to step up. Well, let me say my highs and lows of the game. Um, I always, of course, as a receiver, I would love to get more receptions coming my way. I would like, you know, some – some short routes, I get I get tired. I get a lot of goes, <laughs> and I would love some some really easy short routes, and so I can nickel and dime. And then then Jamie and Mo will get their touchdowns. But 
But I'm trying, man. I'm I'm running for freedom, trying to get these balls that uh, Gore with her super arm. She's got a great. She can get that ball out there. And you know, a couple plays when I watch them on film, it's like, no, this one I was running as hard as I can, and then, then sometimes you see it's like, dang it, I could have, if I kicked in just a little earlier here, or if I went a little to the outside. So that that um, you know, is a a low as far as I always want to do better, and I always want to show out on some level, you know. But a high was I don't have to be the offensive playmaker, if I'm doing my job to help an offensive play develop, then I feel like I'm growing. So finally I was on some blocks. I mean, that is my weakness. I know that. You know, I had, I've had i had people from other teams say, hey, you know, I can help you with that. And I'm like, it does not offend me because I know I'm not very good at it, but I'm getting better. So whether it's that, you know, a player that is really strong or not necessarily that strong, either way, when you realize what it is you're supposed to be doing, you go, oh, I thought I couldn't do this, but, oh, I'm allowed to. So I did better at at blocking all the way down the field. Um, I have to look again to see what play. Mike told me I'd had a play near the end of the game that I'd pushed somebody into another person and kind of had a double block. But I, I feel bad that I feel like I did not – well, I'm not going to say I feel like I know I did not stay on a block long enough to get, to get Dion her touchdown. Do you remember when Dion had that touchdown in the back, like the far right corner of the field? Y'all remember that? Was it that? Dion or was it Mac? Mm, no, I thought it was Dion. I thought it was Dion. I, think it was I could Mac. be wrong. Was, was, was that that was when Mac got the interception, right? No, 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 no. no. Complete other side. Well, that back corner, other side, not the far left, the far right. So it was no, it was Dion, because I ran and I was blocking in, and I wasn't sure if she was going to come in. And when I I heard a lot of commotion, I turned thinking she was going that way. I had come off the block, and they got her like right Maybe. at like two yards or something like that. I'm going to say Shay. Oh, I didn't know Dion played off. Wasn't that Dion? No, not Dion. You're talking about a. No, Shay. it was Shay. It was Shay. It was Shay. I'm yeah, wrong. It was Shay. Shay. You're completely right. It's Shay. It was Shay Robinson. My bad. My bad. Crossing names. It was Shay. And she was right there. And then she had like three people on her. And she was fighting. And I was like, dang it, that was me. Like, I was doing a good job. And I should have just stayed engaged and worried about that person not turning. You know, because the, the job of the, the running back is to read off of me. I don't need to know where they are per se. I, I need to know where they're supposed to go for the play. But I don't physically need to know where they are myself. They're going to read off me. And I turned, and I was like, dang it, dog. I messed up your touchdown. I, can't, I won't do that again. <laughs> but I was excited <laughs> so, that she, that she she's, you know, she's getting comfortable. And even like you said, with Jackie, that's what Jacqueline, she got that yeah. interception on defense. And I was like, why can't run? Go outside. I was yelling because she was already ahead of me. I probably could have ran up and blocked on her. I was more excited for her. I probably should have been running and blocking for her. <laughs> but, man, like when you see rookies do those things, those are real high for me because those are the things that make you really excited about the game and want to keep playing, especially as a rookie. Like I didn't get much time as a rookie myself. I did get a pick six, and it wasn't like an amazing pick. She threw it right to me. But 
I read my books, and that's what people were excited about. They were like, they, should, they teach you guys well to read books. I said, no, they didn't teach me that. I watched you guys use your blocks, and that's what I did. I was looking at, um, at one of the receivers on our team. And so that those are things that make you go, man, next year, and once you start saying next year, you didn't already they bit, you know. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Um, as far as talk about some other people that you think had some standout games. We already know Jamie had a standout game. There's like almost like what can't you say? She always has a great game. But she had an amazing game. I even heard the ref even said something to her and was like, you're doing this, you're doing that, run the ball. And, then, I mean, um, not much you can say that she's not doing. You know? We had an amazing right. game every position that she was in. I think I can only speak from line perspective. But for, from a line perspective, I think easy Miriam had an amazing game yes. Um, yes. last game. She did. She, she, stepped, did. she stepped in um, in a position that she had no idea what to do. And she was amazing. She got all her blocks. She was. Um, she made some some a, a couple things we had to talk about um, on, in the huddle. But other than that, it was awesome. She she truly um, took everything I said. I messaged her before the game, and I messaged um, Kachi before the game as well. And I told them, even though they're playing new positions, you know, um, that they basically got this. It's, it's going to be fun out there and just believe in yourself and she totally did that last game. And Kachi as well, she also had an amazing game. She had an amazing block for that led to a touchdown. So I think both of them I think that played amazing. You're you're doing you're doing a great job and I can't say this enough as um a captain and as a leader for the line because like you said, you text them before the game and I was I was watching some show on the um, animal planet, you know, where they're, the, the show where they make the, 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 what's it called? They make the fish tank. I can't remember the name of the show, but I love that show. And um, an NFL <laughs> player was saying that somebody texts them every day with something motivational, and it's not somebody on their team. It's somebody that they look up to and admire. And that's huge. Like, that means a lot to people, just knowing that somebody cares. A lot of times you feel like you're just a, a number or just a body on the field, but for you to let people know that you personally are like, no, I want you to be successful. Like it's not like, hey, make me do this for me. It's like, no, I want you to to grow, and and they're really buying buying into that. So I think again, hats off to you, Morgan, on that. Um, Crystal, oh, thanks. Somebody yes, that's just yes. like stepping up. Somebody oh, just Mara, like really. Okay, pay attention, Crystal. No, I'm kidding. Um, is there I somebody am, that just okay? Gotcha. Is there anybody that just you know was really stood out to you this game? So, like from your perspective, it doesn't have to be well. This person scored like from what you really focus and see in the game, because I typically focus on skills players because that's where I'm at. Somebody <clears throat> that that stood out for you? Um, honestly. It, it's so many because I feel like this game, I feel like this game showed showed us as a team, as a family, and right. it's like everybody, every single one of us that touched that field did something amazing. 
and and mm-hmm. and helped out and stepped up in a way that that benefited the team as a whole, even as far as like you know um, the coaches on the sideline with the motivation of the sideline with the people on the field like um like Amanda said, easy and Kachi that that was amazing, um Strickland amazing like that's what I was gonna say Strickland back. with that no. with that. Hammer hands. She was jumping out of the back. She had the bedazzled hand and, you know, just the bedazzled no, I, told, I said, when y'all changed it and made the sparkling blue wrap, I was like, really? She gets the pretty design? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, and I was trying to tell her, I was like, turn to the other side so that you're, you're – um, Engaging with the non-hurt sides, like hold your hand. She kept talking about. She at one point she's like, I can't really feel my fingers. I was like, hold your arm up, stop letting the blood rush to the bottom. Okay, like, but she's just right. so intense and she's not worried about that. She was like, no, I want to play. Like I told her, you know, that first field goal that I had, I didn't make, and it wasn't about me uh, feeling down on myself and like, oh, I can't kick those. Goals. I was like, she's not playing the offense this game. I said, hey, if you want to kick the rest of the game. As long as you you feel like you can, just kick everything that we need to kick. And if something happens and I need to kick, I'm you know I'm ready. But just do it. Because honestly, I know she's they're grooming her. You know what I'm saying? If I play next year, I would love to still have opportunities to kick. But if I don't, she's being groomed as the kicker. You know what I'm saying? She she's a natural at it. She played soccer. I played mm-hmm. soccer too, but I was not a ball handling person. I was kicking over my head and I would outrun everybody. You kick it to my feet, you mm-hmm. might have a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, right, I, I, I want right. to see more. So I want to see more from some of the new people. Like, I want us to open up opportunities uh, for people that have not got as much time, but when they've been put in, you know, they step up, they do whatever you ask. Uh, and, and as a coach myself, I tend to start those people off with a lot of special teams. And, like, for my for my corners – I'll put them on my side so I can talk to them. That's the key thing. If you put them on our sideline, we can talk them through whatever. They're right. You don't, we don't want to throw people in as far away from possible if you're not going to have somebody right next to them that's going to talk to them. It's better that, that the other players worry about their position and the sideline, you know, you've got your position coaches that are telling them exactly. Right, right. No, but I think we did amazing. Oh my gosh. Like I think I think with our special teams for our kickoff and, and, and return team, you know, we I think I think we really stepped up and it showed the work that we've been doing in practice. I think I think all of that hard work that we've been doing showed during those moments as far as protecting Jamie when she gets the ball, making sure that yeah. you know, that we get those blocks and because I, I I feel that was definitely something that that we had a hard time with the previous game, and we mm-hmm. went into practice and we adjusted and you know it just showed and it's just amazing what you can do when when you have a group of women that that have a passion for something and focus mm-hmm. and work together, you know. So I think just, um, we it was all great. we all we all had some things at practice that we that worked out better. Like the line, you know, again, I don't see what y'all do, y'all on the other side of the field, but you guys' reaction and the things you guys were saying, whatever it is y'all were doing down there, it was working and it was what you needed. Just like with offense, 
You know, Gore is a, is a great leader as a quarterback, and she was changing up some things. And we were, we you know, we had a bit of a breakdown earlier in practice in the week, and then we we got it together because one thing we have to understand is we all get frustrated, but we all have a common goal. So we can't get frustrated at each other, and we're frustrated at the situation. And so we come together and we fix it. We say, this is the problem. Okay, what do we got to do to fix it? When you when you come solution-oriented, that's what matters. Don't just be like, well, this isn't working, and then what do you want me to do? Well, I don't know. You can fix it. Get... No, she came and said, hey, let's put these – Dad, you got your cones? Let's put these cones out. Let's go through these routes and run them this way. This is how I need you all to run it. As a quarterback, this is what I'm looking for. Okay. And honestly, I felt like it was it was a, a nice huddle <laughs> when we were in the offensive huddle. It wasn't – we weren't babying each other, but I think – Consciously, we started off saying, hey, we got to talk to each other better because it's already 11 on 11. So if we come at each other the wrong way when we're frustrated, we start breaking each other down. Even if we're winning, if if people aren't doing what they're supposed to or plays break down, people are still going to get frustrated. But I feel we did a good job of communicating and being positive and telling people, hey, no, this is what you got to do. I got you. You got to block this way better. You got to run outside. And so – that that I appreciate personally because I feel like people took what was said and uh, made adjustments and, like, met in the middle. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like this is how it is, like it or not. It was, okay, we got to make this work together as a team. You got to give a little, I got to give a little, and we adjusted, and it, and it worked out. Definitely. Definitely did. So we are coming close to the end of the show, and I like to ask a couple of, like, just kind of off of football questions just to keep it light and, you know, get a little bit of your personality out and see a little bit of what you like. Um, So I'm going to ask you a couple questions each, and just to get to know about you based on – how you are now and who you were before and little things you like. So I don't know much about you, but Amanda, what were you like in high school? Like were you anything like you are now, completely different person, personality? I was a bad kid in high school. My first few years of high school was really bad. Um, Yeah, first two years of high school I was going through a bad, bad transition, bad time. Um, I was by myself a lot, so I got into a lot of trouble. And then my last two years of high school. Huh? I said, were you a fighter? No, not a fighter. I got into a lot of other trouble. Um, But my last two years were a lot better. Um, I joined uh, the track team. I transferred schools to a better area. Um, I grew up in Chicago. And I went to a school in a South Chicago suburb, so um, it was just different than uh, the first school I went to was a lot different than the second one, so I had a lot more opportunities to do things I've always wanted to do. So that put me in a better position to be where I am today, just based on transferring schools and getting out of a bad bad environment. So, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how personal you want me to get. I mean, but that's all, that's all I got. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all I need then. Okay. <laughs> Crystal, what about you? Um, how were you in high school? 
or uh, yeah. Me, me in high school. Uh, to make it simple, let's <laughs> just say I think I think I'm the only person that had everyone in the school believing that for four years of high school I had study hall second period until <laughs> seven. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think I think I'm the only person that that was able to pull that off. So, <laughs> now high school, high school wow. was interesting. Um, it was interesting. You know, I wasn't I wasn't like the major major cool kid, but I had like I had what do they call it school cred? <laughs> I think that's what oh, the kids call like it. hood cred. You get school cred? What? Right, Never right. I had school cred, not hood cred, but school cred. So, um, no, high school was pretty good. I, uh, I didn't like to listen. That was my problem. I didn't like. To, I was one of those people where, if you said, "Oh, you have to do it like this," I said, "Okay," and did it the way that I wanted. And, um, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I've grown. I've come to a better place. You know, uh, adulthood has taken over, and you know, I'm being responsible now. And just not saying, you know what, I'm going to do this anyway. I actually think things through. Um, I've learned to, I've learned to control, to control my, my voice because I used to just be that person to just say whatever I felt at the time, but I've learned to, to to think before I speak with certain situations. So I'm I'm proud of myself. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. I feel like uh, people have some huge misconceptions about me. Like, I've had people say, were you a bully? And I'm like, what? Are you serious? I was quiet, and I had a conversation with my best friend that I was best friends with in 10th and 11th grade. We were texting the other day, and he was like, I said, whatever I said, he said, well, that's one thing people that know you know about you is that you've always been really shy. I, I play it off really well that I'm not sometimes, and I'll joke about things, but I was super shy in high school. Um, I was going through that ugly duckling phase, like, you know, for uh, the longest time, and I wasn't outgoing socially like that. I was an athlete, and I was known for all playing sports, and I was that band person. I was always in band. And then when I got on this little dance team, oh, man, that was it. Like, you can tell us nothing. It wasn't, there was no arrogance about it. It was like when you get on the stage and we were doing hip-hop, like we were biting every BBD routine or whatever that you saw. <laughs> um, you know, you just, it's just, you're just free-spirited. And I was, I was always a very outgoing person. But I think when I hit about the summer after 11th grade, I just kind of blossomed, and a lot of people told me, and the same best friend said that back then. He was like, something just kind of happened with you, because all my best friends were guys. He was like, you just kind of like one day all of a sudden, and my mom said it too, and to tell you the highlight of my high school was when the guy I thought was the finest guy in school dropped me off and was like, can I get a kiss goodbye? And I was like, huh? He, he, wants, he likes me? What? Oh, man, that was how my life. I'm like, why are you going to talk to me? Yeah, and then I was moving out the country. That was great. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think we all are very different. Um, I am – I think I'm pretty different than I was. But we are right at the end of the show, and I want to thank you ladies for calling in. It was a pleasure talking to you all, getting to know you all a little better. I would love to do this more 
casually, you know, with our teammates. Doesn't have to necessarily be on the show, but I love getting to know you guys and other people getting to know about you. Like not having misconceptions about your personality. Like we're humans, you know, we all have different lives. And you guys, you guys have unique jobs. I think it's awesome how we all come from these different walks of life and different, you know, we work in different areas. And then when we come to the, on the field, we're all the same. You know what I'm saying? We have that common goal. Right. And I appreciate right. you two in particular, your positivity. You're always willing to and, and wanting to do for the team. Like, Crystal, you said something nice to me in the locker room. And, and I don't know if that was after practice or no, it was in the locker room. It was in the locker room, yeah. And that was a great start to the game for me, you know. Just because we're captains yeah. doesn't mean that we have to say everything. I kept, keep telling people everyone can be a leader. The, the captain is just a position like we need somebody that's going to tell, you know, relay this to everybody. That's, that's borderline what that is. But I am going to end the show with my shameless plug. My teammates know, everybody doesn't know, but this Friday, June 1st, on CBS, I will be on Celebrity Undercover Boss. I've been holding the secret since December of last year. Um, I'm super excited. You guys are going to learn a little bit more about me that you um, didn't expect. You'll see a little, obviously, in the commercial, you saw some emotion. My coach told me I was blowing snot bubbles, and he thought that was hilarious. That was not true. But they're always gonna make fun of that word because they're but you know, such a big brother. That there were no snob bubbles. She had bubbles. But um She had but no, no, no. And I feel like I can I I'm waiting for like the like the Jordan crying meme, like somebody do something stupid, don't you dare do it. But anyways, um look out for that. We have our next game against Houston in Houston this Saturday. I wanna say it's at Houston Baptist, but we will post it on our website and on on our Instagram. Come out there, support. If you're in the Houston area, come out there, support those ladies, too. I mean, it, it's about all of us. We want to build women's football across the board. And Texas is the place for football. So hope to get some fans out there just as well as in Dallas. So we will see you guys. Talk, Not see you, but talk to everyone. Same time, same place next week. And uh, we should have Jamie back, and we'll have some more guests. And maybe we'll have a little different uh, – Different way of doing the show next week so we can incorporate some more people. So I appreciate everybody, and thank you for supporting Dallas Elite Women's Football, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, ladies. Awesome. See ya. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.